All right. So let's start today with uh, a recap of one statement that uh, was said in part one, and that was authenticity alone doesn't guarantee success, but in authenticity does guarantee failure. Guys, that's, that's such a huge thing, uh, especially when communicating with people, because people can sense uh, when you're not being authentic. And, and especially in a leadership role, that's a huge thing to, to actually be yourself and, and to open up so that you have the ability to impact and influence people. Uh, and then from there, the conversation switched over to uh, being rejection proof. And, and it's not exactly uh, being rejection proof, but when we change our relationship with rejection, we change our entire lives. Um, you know, we, we've, we talk about the, the rejection challenge that uh, Jai Jai does. Uh, he did that whole hundred days of rejection uh, on YouTube. And, and it's one of those things that when you get comfortable with hearing no, you know, we, we talk about the book, Go For No. Uh, one, once you get used to that, and it reframes the way that you look at rejection, uh, you, you almost become, uh, I guess you would say Superman or Superwoman because of the fact that it just bounces right off of you. It says successful people know they're going to get rejection. And then when rejection comes, it's not as hard and you don't take it personally. I think that's the hardest part when, when people get started in, in this business, they take rejection personally. When somebody says no to them, they feel like they're being told no to them as a person. And what Stephanie always says is it's kind of like uh, when you ask somebody if they want mustard on hot dogs and they say, no, you don't get upset. It's the person doesn't like mustard. So when you get a rejection or you get told no, don't take it personally. It could be that that person is having a bad day. There's some undisclosed thing that they're not telling you that's causing them to say no. They're not rejecting you. They're rejecting either the offer or the statements of things that you're saying. So make sure that you change your relationship with uh, rejection. It'll help change the way that you view going towards thing. She said, be a brave one. That That's one of the things that I think most people are so afraid of rejection that they don't even step out and ask. So she said, you know, put on your armor of braveness and be the brave one. This is one of those things. Uh, if we, if we talk about fears, uh, one of my greatest fears is, is the, the getting to heaven and when you, when you go up to God and you, you see that version of yourself that you could have been, that you have no idea who that person is because they're so much differently than you. And, and Jamie said, don't get to heaven and only do 50% of what you're capable of. Because when you get to heaven, you want to show God and say, hey, look, I did everything that I could with all the things that you gave me. These are the things that I did. I didn't leave anything on the table. You know, your journey is going to be filled with so many rejections. You just have to know that it's going to happen. And that's one of the, the strengths of being a leader. So now that we've told you, now that you're aware that it's going to happen, it can't affect you as much. You can push through. You can go through now because of the fact that you're prepared for it. You know, goal number one is that you got into business for yourself. 
you're an entrepreneur now. Goal number two, stay in business. That's it. Do everything and anything you can to stay in and grow your business. Uh, in Jay Glazer's book, uh, he talks about the, this whole topic, and it's a whole chapter uh, in his book, Unbreakable, called You Never Know What's Around Next Tuesday. And, and this is kind of like uh, a habit of getting into a thought process of today may be bad, but you don't know what's around next Tuesday. So stay at your business until next Tuesday, and then the next Tuesday, and then the next Tuesday, and the next, until you string enough Tuesdays along that you look back and your business is completely different than where it was when you started feeling bad about the business. So make sure that you're always focused on that point in time, that point in time where everything feels like it's bad, everything's falling apart. Just know that there's something new around next Tuesday. But don't just stay in, fight for it. You know, that was one of the things that was so important is, is you may be in business, but are you fighting for your business? Said the other thing is trust your knowing over the nose. That's why we talk about all the time. It's so important to understand your why, because your why will push you through the nose. If you know deep down in your heart, that's kind of where Stephanie and I were when we were going through bankruptcy and going through all those things. We knew God created us for so much more that it was only a point in time. It wasn't who we are. We were going to push through because we knew that God made us for more. And so if you're sitting there today and you just don't have that sense of knowing, you don't have that sense of, of why or uh, a bigger purpose, pray for that. Pray for God to give you a knowing. Uh, the other thing is, how do you know if people that are giving you advice about your business are good or bad? And this is where they talk about building the muscle of intuition. As a leader, intuition is so important because not only does it help you get a sense of, you know, the direction and the way things are supposed to go, but it also helps you to avoid pitfalls. One of the things that I love so much about this business is that the path is pretty much set for you. We can show you the stuff that we had to step over and to get across in order to get to the line for you. We can point out those things for you to avoid. It makes it so much easier. But at the same time, you have to start feeling and knowing your gut and making decisions based on that says you need to know to learn to trust yourself. Once you trust yourself, it's amazing the things that you'll be able to do because you won't be second guessing. Will you be uh, right 100% of the time? No, they even said you, you may be getting it wrong 25% of the time, but those 75% times that you move and you make decisions on, they will cause you to be pushed further forward than if you hadn't made a decision at all. Uh, one of the things that I, I talk about all the time is praying for discernment. You know, just like when you're praying for knowing, pray for knowledge, wisdom, and discernment. That helps build that portion of you, that intuition muscle. You know, the Holy Spirit comes in and speaks to you and reveals things to you. It says, true leaders have a strong intuition and they have novel ideas because they go out and they do things that nobody does. Uh, we, we talk about the, the four minute mile barrier. Nobody thought it was possible until it was done. And then once it was done, 
everybody thought it was possible. Same thing with what you're doing. You may be the first one in your family to step out of the employee mindset and go out and try and do something. Guess what? That's going to come with a lot of opposition because you're doing something nobody in your family has ever done before. So you want to be the one that steps out, does something different and creates the success. She says, more than ever, people need to know why they're doing what they're doing. That's why uh, she talks about we're in the uh, great resignation. It's because people have been in jobs for so long that they've lost the feeling or the understanding of why they're doing what they're doing. So they try and take that to a different spot. So if you're in a spot right now where you don't know the direction that you need to go in, you need to take a long, hard look at why you're doing it. You know, why are, are you doing things? And when, when you figure that out, the, the converse to that is, don't use that as your excuse to not do what you're doing. Uh, we, we've heard that quite a bit. You know, people get into this business because they want to have more time with their kids and they, they want to spend more time with their family. And then all of a sudden they use the, well, I've got too much time with my kids and I have all these things that I need to do that it all of a sudden becomes an excuse. So don't let your reason or your why become the excuse for what you're doing. And then lastly, the thing that uh, I want to touch on, because this was such a huge point, you were not born to compete with anyone. You were created and born to reach the highest potential that God made you for. Guys, that's huge. You are one of one. You weren't made to compete with anybody. You were actually designed to compete with the highest version of yourself. Guys, I hope this helped. Go back, take a look at your notes, chat about it, put it in the comments, share it with friends. If you know somebody that needed to see this, share this with them. Guys, go out, make it an amazing week. And I hope your day is as awesome as you are. See you again soon.